Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, how's it going? We're back here for uh, Bold Sports. We're on episode 7. Can you believe that, Matt? I episode can't. Episode 7 already? 7 episodes. The time's just flying. I know, right? So that means 7 weeks that we've been doing this. Because we started week 1 of NFL. We started with a Steelers preview. I don't think we really predicted about half the stuff that's happening. That's true. So, sticking with that, we're going to go with uh, week 7 NFL results. So, guess what, Matt? I saw on Twitter that you passed me. I did. <laughs> I did. So this week, Matt, you went five for nine, five and nine, and I went nine and five for the season. You were fifty-two and thirty-nine, and I'm fifty-three and thirty-eight. My my plan of picking the Lions every week, no matter what, it's backfired. Uh, yeah, because it faltered against two here. The Saints. Uh, yeah, it was the Saints. It wasn't even close. You know, the worst part was, though, the Saints, they put up 52 points against the Lions, and Drew Brees only had 19 and a half fantasy points. Yeah. Two touchdowns and his yardage. It was all rushing and special teams at that point. Uh, a few things that shocked me going in, uh, we both picked... Uh, the Broncos, of course, the Giants. Yeah, nobody had that. Nobody had that going on. Uh, I had the Titans over the Colts. You you took the Colts on that one. Uh, I took the Rams over the Jags. You had the Jags on that. Uh, see, where else did we falter here? Uh, I had the Eagles over the Panthers. You had the Panthers. Uh, we picked a lot of the same. We both picked the Steelers, of course. We both picked the Dolphins. They lost. We both picked um, the Ravens. They lost. Uh, we both picked the, uh, Texans. That was a win there. We picked the Vikings. That was awesome. Uh, of course we picked the Patriots because they were playing the Jets. And that game almost ended up going to overtime. I'm not surprised it was close. I just can't picture in a just universe where the Jets are beating the Patriots. Uh, you're right. But that's where the NFL rules came in to play there. And it really... That that was a bullshit uh, replay. Replay uh, is largely bullshit. Um, it takes a lot of the drama out of the games that I don't care about. Like, I always want the calls to be right in the Steeler game, obviously, but I don't really care about the other game. Like, I just want to see a dramatic football play. Right, but and that when dramatic... You pause that, it and slow it down well, and analyze that was a like dramatic that. football play. That was a dramatic football play, and the tight end had the ball... Went across the goal line, touchdown, called a touchdown on the field, sent to replay, and it comes back and says, no, no touchdown. Uh, he didn't have possession of the ball. And nowhere on any of the replays did it, it showed him maybe moving the ball from one hand to another, but not juggling the ball and not having possession. I'm with Mike Greenberg on this, that the Jets got screwed. Yeah. So, Well, I mean... That's the worst part about replay is when they still manage to get it wrong. But I, I think it's it's just such a gray area because you've got you've got such like high def slow motion video, right? That like every wobble is visible now, and you, nobody knows what a catch is anymore. 
Exactly. And even the refs don't know what a catch is. I mean, they, they had, like, know. a task force during the offseason with, you know, after the Des Bryant catch that wasn't a catch. And oh, that playoff game in Green Bay. The, yeah. more they, the more they talk about things, like, the more meetings the NFL has, like, the more screwed up everything gets with the NFL. It does. Uh, so, needless to say, though, I am now ahead of you by one game. Well, that can all change this week. It can all change this week. But right now I'm going to gloat. So that's okay. You can have it. Awesome. I oh, might still stick with my Lions just to make it interesting. Well, we'll see. I think, are they on a bye this week or not? We'll have to find out at the end of the show when we go in and pick our picks for next week. Uh, but in the meantime, though, fantasy football, how was your game this week? Bad. How was your fantasy football game? It was not game? good, Steve. It was bad. Mine, too. Join um, the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I got problems down the road because like my tight end is uh, Martellus Bennett, so he doesn't have a quarterback. Right uh, yeah, yeah, because um, we were going to talk about Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. And I don't know about in your league, but in my league, the guy who has Rodgers, his backup was Dak Prescott. So I can't even really, like, pick uh, on him too much. I can't even offer him, like, a bump so, trade. I was going to offer him Dalton for, like, you know, his first-round pick or something. So, so my in my league, um, what's weird about my league is we have a 16-person league, um, and we play... Well, but, but we play two conferences. Okay. So we have eight and eight. So really, I'm drafting out of eight people, and there's oh. the other people, and we play cross con. We play cross conference, right? So you could have like Brady versus Brady. I can have like so this week exactly yeah. was the two guys who played each other had Rogers versus Rogers, and they both had point nine points. Uh, That's bad. You know, because before Roger or before Rogers went out. Um, this week, for example, I played against a guy that also had Antonio, uh, or sorry, um, uh, Freeman, uh, Devontae Freeman, um, and we both had um, Nelson or Aguilar Nelson. So those points cancel out, cancel out each other. That's kind um, of. Yeah. That can be tough. Well, that's where it comes to chess There's match. some strategy involved. There's strategy involved in that. Definitely. It's a chess match type at that point. See, but fantasy football, I lost this week, too. I, I, so now I'm 3-3 three and three for for the league I'm in. How about you? What are you? Are you 3-3 three and three or are you 2-4? and four. You're 2-4. and four. Yeah, I lost two, and then I won two, and I got real excited, and then I lost two. And now I'm, like, thinking about my other interests and hobbies. Ah, well, you know what? You can still make the playoffs. You know, my my league setup does reward mediocrity. I mean, my league setup right now is I'm still in the playoffs right now as, as the hunt and the points and so forth. We have one person on our league. She's run away with it. Mm. Um, and we all complained at the draft. Why is she taking so long to, like, draft people? We're, like, in the eighth round, and she's like, what's this? What's that? Now we know why because she's won the money for the best points of the week for, like, three weeks in a row. And she's tops in the league. But anyway, um, you know, so fantasy football, Aaron Rodgers, definitely out for the season. Um, of course, Beckham Jr.'s out. Uh, who Those else? are the two big fantasy ones. Yeah. Well, well, J.J. No, Watt's injured. J.J. Watt, he's Unless defense. you're in an individual defensive yeah, player league. Yeah, that's an individual defensive player league. Um, who, uh, who was the kid from uh, Arizona? Running back, that was out. Johnson, week. yeah, he he's out. So hopefully your waiver wire is active. And I got has, a couple. I'm I put in a claim on a tight end. Oh, uh, I put in a claim on a tight end or two as well. Um, 
I think I put in claim to get Jason Witten back. Jeez. Because Clay from uh, Buffalo, who I got like two weeks ago, he's out or, or he's injured. Uh, and a friend of mine messaged me earlier today that said, uh, pick up uh, Nick O'Leary. Uh, he's totally legit. So that is Clay's um, that is Clay's replacement um, in Buffalo. Tyrod's thrown to him. We'll see what happens with that. I mean, sometimes that works. I, I tend to think that a backup tight end is not as interchangeable with the starter as like a running back, for example. Correct. Um, usually if my tight end goes down, I look to another team's roster for his replacement. Exactly. Um, that's why I picked up Jason Witten again, or at least put waiver claims in on him. I drafted him this year, and then I had him, and I let him go, and I'm back. We'll see what happens with that. Um, so we had a kind of inactive week with college football. Locally, anyway. Locally, uh, yeah, locally anyway. Um, and I mentioned last week that we would maybe see what Whippio had to um, talk about. So I went through some stuff today and found out, and I pulled up the, I pulled up the uh, Whippio. Uh, what's what what what's their uh, you know the best of or or their power rankings? Sorry, yeah, the Whippio power rankings. So Whippio, what was it uh, last year? Went to a six A program. Yeah, that screwed everything up with the it did the playoffs it's and Heinz Field playoffs and, and rivalries and everything yeah. else. Because North Allegheny doesn't play North Hills anymore. It's crazy Central um, doesn't play Woodland Hills. Central doesn't play Woodland, Woodland Hills, Hills. Doesn't play Gateway. Woodland Hills doesn't play Gateway. Northgate doesn't play Avonworth. Uh, Mount Lebanon doesn't play Upper Saint Clair, um, and so forth. So basically, I, I still play Seton LaSalle though. Well, they play the same stadium. They should. Uh, if they were, if they were double and triple A like they used to be, but yeah, now they're that's all. The best, that's the best rivalry because they're like a hundred feet away from each other. Exactly, they're across the street from each other, and they use the same stadium. Uh, so I, I went through and I, I, based off the power rankings, your Whippeal looks like this in the six A. Pine Richland's rolling it with 8-0. They're probably really good. And Central Catholic. They have to be good if they beat Central Catholic. Well, they are. Uh, and they did beat Central Catholic. Um, Central Catholic is 6-2. and two. They are number two in the power rankings, even though they have a worse record than the third spot. Uh, and I forget who the third spot is um, because I only pulled the top two. <laughs> uh, Let's just say North Allegheny. It's probably No, not. North Allegheny is... Is a little worse, uh, not by much. Uh, they're also six and two uh, as well. There is a six and one in there, uh, but they're listed underneath Central Catholic because Central Catholic has a pedigree, apparently. Um, wow, I mean multiple championships. You know, hey, gloating about your alma mater, gloat about it. Come on, it's not gloating, man. It's just it's just true. Live, living the dream, it. yeah, living the dream is tradition. Truth. Never graduates. Five <laughs> uh, A, you got Penn Trafford. They're eight zero. McKeesport six and one. They're your they're your number one and two. In uh, four A, you got South Fayette. They're also eight zero. And South Fayette, I think, won the state championship in their respective class. Uh, it was it was 
2A. Yeah, they used to be in 2A. And yeah. then now they're 4A, but I think they won the state championship in their respective class two of the last three years. Um, and then you have Belvernon is 7-0 and right behind them. And 3A, you have Aliquippa at 8-0. And then Quaker Valley at seven and one. Two uh, A Steel Valley six and zero. Uh, again, uh, Washington seven and zero. Uh, I'm not sure how that works out. I guess one has a game in hand. Uh, and of course, it's power rankings. Washington uh, had a bye week already. Probably. Um, Jeanette, uh, they're eight and zero against California. That's Class A uh, against California. It's also eight and zero. You know, these are power rankings I just pulled off the internet. Um, I scrolled through a few things on the individual schools. And those individual schools I kind of scrolled through. Uh, Since we are living and recording and everything in Mount Lebanon, uh, we have to pull those guys in. Uh, Matt, your girlfriend's a Mount Lebanon, born and raised, and Mm -hmm. graduated. Um, Mount Lebanon this year is 6-2. They're 5-0 in the league. Playing Penn Hills this week. I they are know. playing Penn Hills this week. I did see that on the wire. I might end up getting dragged out there. Yeah, you might. I'm going east. It's been a while since I've been to the old Penn Hills. That's a nice stadium. It's down in like a little like natural. Amphitheater. It is in a natural amphitheater because it's in the middle of a valley. Yeah, a lot of those around here. Well, that's like North Hills' stadium. North, yeah, I've been there too. Martorelli Stadium's like in a valley. You like where was the mud hole? Oh, there it is. You know, you come up nineteen, boom, there's lights. Have have fun. Have fun. Well, it was a lot less fun to play there back back in like the late nineties when Lavar was there. Well, Lavar was awesome, and we'll get to uh, talking about Lavar's teammate here in a minute when he was in high school, uh, Central Catholic. Uh, they're six and two. They're four one. Their league. Matt, do you have to speak on that? Well, I mean, it's you know they they played an out of conference game against uh, Erie Cathedral Prep, which uh, our um, friend which Doug is, Durda, which is, does not count who, in the uh, playoff standings. I don't think. No, it doesn't count in the playoff standings. It just counts as um, hey, we beat you. Well, you standings. Know, some some years they play like those, you know, like big time prep teams. Like they'll they'll play like like someone from Ohio. Or, like, they, they played a team from Florida once. Like, I mean, they, they go for, you know, sort of, you know, they, yeah. try, they try to go for, like, the top class opponents. Well, that's, like, also when games. they're ranked na- nationally. Mm-hmm. When when high schools, when local high schools are ranked nationally, they play those, like, nationally ranked high schools in that pre, uh, in that pre-high school mm-hmm. before the regular season. Yeah, they call it week zero. Yeah, they call it week zero, and they play... At a neutral site, like they'd play like Harrisburg against somebody from like New York, or they play in like Virginia against somebody from like Florida. Right. So, so it doesn't forth. it doesn't affect your playoff standings. So the Vikings have one loss in their conference, and it's to Pine Richland, which is the number sixteen team in the country right now. So yeah, they are. I'm actually a little bit more bummed about losing to Erie Cathedral Prep than to Pine Richland because. Correct. I mean, well. My alma mater is Northgate. Um, What's their mascot? We're the Flames, yo. I, I never knew that. The Flames? We are the Flames. We burn fire and shit. Usually down the river. You allowed to, you allowed to burn out in, out in Northgate? Hey, yeah. Fire pits and that? Hey, well, we got fire pits in the backyard as long as they're covered, just like Mount Lebanon. All right. Um, but we used to actually burn fires down the river drinking beast ice. But... Um, you know, Northgate, they are two and five. They're two and four in the league. 
Um, North Hills, I, I still, you know, growing up, I always paid attention to North Hills because I always wanted to go to North Hills. Um, and, I, and my son ended up going to North Hills and played at North Hills. Uh, they're four and four this year. They're three and four in the league. So, uh, I don't see playoffs looking for either of those two. Uh, Probably high not. Uh, North Allegheny is up there. Um, again, I just pulled the top two from the standings. Uh, Pine Richland, though, we do have to say, Pine Richland, uh, congrats to you being number 16 in the nation. Yeah. Uh, Eric, Eric Kasparovich was uh, quarterback at North Hills uh-huh. in the uh, mid-90s. And then he played at Pitt. And then he played at Pitt. Defensive back. Well, he played tight end and fullback, too, because he was supposed to go as a quarterback, but hey, guess what? Pistol Pete was there. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete was at, uh, but you know what? His center in high school mm-hmm. was Seamus Murphy. Okay. Seamus Murphy also went to Pitt. He started at center four years uh, because Casper um, ended up getting moved. Casper got recruited by Pitt, and he said, yeah, sure, I'll come to Pitt, bring my center with me. And then Casper got moved because Pistol Pete was there. Well, guess what? Casper started four years at center. Uh, I think he played two years in the NFL, uh, mainly on practice squad. He's now doing a good job uh, what he got his degree in, and his family still doing well. Uh, but Casper is a hell of a coach out there in Pine Richland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, hell of yeah. a coach. It's a good program out there. I, I hear they have good walking tacos at the concession stand. Walking tacos? Yeah. I want to walk and talk. Did, is it in a Frito bag? I guess. So like I, they have I, like a bag of Fritos. This is just word of mouth. Stuff it yeah. full of beef and yeah, you cheese throw a bunch and of lettuce. Chili and cheese and I don't need and lettuce. Wa- uh, and walk with it. You know, lettuce. have a little spork. Yeah. I never even heard of the thing until recently. The they they used to sell them at Sheets and they got rid of regular Sheets nachos for a walking taco and I was like, what the hell is this? Uh. I want my nachos. Well. Yeah, nachos, walking time. Yeah, there's two different. That's the best part about going to the high school games, man, is the concessions. Right, because they're also like $4. It's all bad for you, but you're helping the, the program. Yeah. It's for the kids, man. Yeah, you spend like $20 at a high school game, and yeah. you get nachos, you get a hot dog, you get a soda, uh, you get like Twizzlers. I love when they have pizza because it's never like made on site. They usually just get like. A bunch of extra large pizzas from like Molly's or like fill in the uh, well, blank. Well, whatever, well, oh yeah, place. especially at, especially at Dormont Stadium. Yeah, whenever Keystone Oaks or um, what three schools use that? So it's Keystone, Keystone Oaks, Oaks Canavan, Canavan, sometimes Seton. Seton also plays in Carnegie sometimes. Right. So when they use it and they have the the concession stand, they're getting pizza from like Molly's or Campiti's or Giovanni's. Mm. They're charging like a dollar a slice. Yeah. Like do, I can't even buy that. As a Raider patron. Oh, man, you got me hungry for pizza now. Who's driving to Fury's? I'm running out of time. I just I just had Fury's on Saturday. It was phenomenal, as usual. Well, who didn't know that was happening? <laughs> the Stanley Cup wasn't there this time, so... Unfortunately, it's Tuesday, and we're looking at... Uh, Fury's already closed. It's mm-hmm. one on a Tuesday. Yeah, we got we to start planning ahead, you know. Fury's needs to be a sponsor to send us a pizza every week. 
We'll they'll work s- on that. They'll send us one. We might we might have to pay for it. No. And also go pick it up ourselves because they don't. We'll do go that. pick it up if they provide it for us. So I ain't trying to blackmail Fiori's man. No. <laughs> no. I gotta We're not pizza shop in Brooklyn. We're not blackmailing. We're, we're we're working on a business deal. So in the meantime, that's done with uh, this week for our uh, NFL uh, results, uh, fantasy football, and we got in a little whippeal this week. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now. Listen to some things from our friends at Sorgatron Media and see what's going on over there. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, Yins. We're back after that little break and our uh, little message from our friends at Sorgatron Media. So this week, Matt, Pitt. So Pitt kind of, you know, played. They played some football. They had they opened the stadium and there were two teams in different colored jerseys and <laughs> exactly both teams had quarterbacks. Um, it was so, a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. It was they had some uh, seventy five degrees and sunny. The nicest clothes they will wear all year probably because they're in homecoming court. They 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 sang Sweet Caroline. Which um, they're doing now at like random times of the game. They are. They're doing like in the, this week. It was like at the second quarter. Um, Pitt took another loss this week. Uh, Danucci was pulled in the fourth quarter. Kenny Pickett is that other Kenny guy? Pickett? Yes, yeah. he's the redshirt freshman. They burned his redshirt. Well, I guess they needed to burn it because you got to have a backup, and Brown's done for the year. I don't think we realized that last week. I know I didn't. Yeah, Brown's done for the Brown's year. Brown's out for the year, so you gotta you gotta burn a guy's redshirt if you you need to have a backup quarterback. So let me just say that the first half of the game was tight. Uh, they played each other very tight. Uh, the end of the first half is where it kind of started getting a little loose. And then the second half, NC State uh, kind of exploded. Uh, the end of the first half, their running back broke a 90-yard run. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that, 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 the end of the first half was like an 80-some-yard run for a touchdown. Good. Done. They go this. They go to halftime tied. Pick kicks off the ball the second half, and he breaks the kickoff return for ninety some yards. So there starts the bullshit. The second half after that, Pitt scored three points, and NC State scored twenty eight. That's not good. No. Um. You know what? We understand in college football that everybody graduates, everybody moves on, uh, whether they go to the NFL or on to careers in their field they studied, but it's a rebuilding year. Unfortunately, I don't think it's Narduzzi's rebuilding year, because it's like his third or fourth year as coach, so this should be his year as recruiting. Because that's how college goes. You got to recruit and recruit, and then in your third or fourth, fifth year, is when you shine. He kind of shined before his guys, all his guys, are on the team. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be a defense guy. Exactly. 
Their defense is giving up a lot right now. But their offense needs to be able to score. Exactly. Which, last year, they had the offense. They don't have a quarterback right now. Uh, You know what? Like I said, I'm high on, on Danucci. Because I saw him in high school. But I don't think he's moving it to uh, college. I mean, I don't they think he's... They got Whitehead. He's like, you know... He can do everything, but he can't do it all at the same time. Exactly. He cannot return to kickoff, lateral to himself, and then run some more. And he cannot take the snap and pass it to himself and so forth. They were a lot better set up at running back last year. Yes, they were. Well, James Conner, of course, who's now with the Steelers, we know. James Conner was a stud. Remember when Bob O'Connor ran for mayor and those were his signs? Oh, yeah. They should bring that back for the Steelers, man. James Conner. Of course. James Conner, of course. Yeah. You know what? We need to go to the Steelers game this weekend (laughs) and have that on a sheet. (laughs) We're going to paint it on the sheet with, like, black and gold uh, shoe polish. Well, that's a great idea, but you're... I'm not... I don't want to actively lobby for Bell to get fewer carries than he got last week, and... We're going to get into that later. Exactly, because Bell got some amazing yards this week. Uh, so, Pitt football, we're fans. We live and die by you guys. But you're making us die harder and earlier this year. Man, I don't know. Like Circling back to my uh, Fiori story, um, when I went to pick up my pizza on Saturday, there were a lot of people in pit gear, and I think everybody had fun at homecoming, regardless of the outcome of the game. Well, it was homecoming it weekend. Seemed, You're supposed to have fun. You go, you know, I, I can't think of anything better. I did not go to a college in a town with quality pizza. I can't think of anything better than, like, you know, getting up, going to, like, a noon kickoff homecoming game and drinking beer out of a plastic coffee mug because you're underage and, and then going and having a delicious, cheesy oven-baked pizza, and then passing out at like 5.30 and then getting up, taking a shower, and going to the bars. Hey, you know what? I'm all about that life. <laughs> so let's, like, why are you mad, you know? Like, if you're if you're at Pitt, if you're a student at Pitt, like, do you really even care that much if they lose? Like, Saturday was beautiful. I'm sure homecoming was great. It is. It's a great time. I, I just, like, man, I'd, I'd, I'd go back to, like, not a, I mean, who's worse than Pitt? At football right now, Syracuse. Uh, oh a, no, because they just beat Clemson. They speak Clemson. I, I can't even pick on the old teams. North Carolina, they kind of suck this year. Uh, um, are you going conference or non-conference? I'm, I'm looking at conference teams. That, uh, Wake Forest. Wake, Wake um, Forest. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, I'm sure they had a beautiful weekend in Winston Salem too. Uh, Winston Salem is an awesome town. Have you know why places like Penn State care about football so much? Because there's there nowhere else to do. <laughs> exactly, there's nothing else to do in State College. And speaking about that, Penn State this week was on a bye, uh, but even though they were on a bye, they moved up to number two. Somebody had to take Clemson's spot because they lost to Syracuse. Exactly, can't keep Clemson there. Um, Penn State's going to be hosting this weekend, uh, Michigan, at Happy Valley, uh, with a whiteout apparently. Uh, and Saquon Barkley, that dude. A whitewash? Uh, white out. What white, whitewash, I think, is what they call it at Penn State. Uh, I'll give you a whitewash. <laughs> a whitewash, from what I understand as a teenager, is different than a whiteout. So, <laughs> Again, I mean, it has nothing to do in State College. <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley, though, uh, Penn State running back, he's still in the lead for the Heisman Trophy. 
Um, That's all just speculation. They haven't actually voted yet. Yeah, I know. It's all speculation. And as long as he keeps doing the things like rushing yards, catching passes, scoring touchdowns, being a good guy off the field. Because did you know the Heisman Trophy is doing that? The Heisman people are voting for what the candidates do off the field as well as on the field. Is that like a new thing since James Uh, Winston? uh, This year, actually. Okay. New thing this year. Okay. I mean... I mean, I guess like I thought it was for the most outstanding football player, right? But now they're counting off the field things. Well, to be a truly outstanding football player, don't you kind of have to be a dick? <laughs> Matt said it right there. You're a stud. You're a dick. There it is. Uh, Notre Dame, though. Notre Dame, our beloved Fighting Irish, because those of us in Western Pennsylvania, most of us grew up Irish and Catholic, or at least German and Catholic, and whatnot. Um, number we th- refuse to we re- don't don't come at us with any data about how people actually hate Notre Dame because this is not a data driven podcast. This is not. We are going to talk about Notre Dame football, whether you like it or not. Exactly, because Notre Dame's awesome, and I'm a Notre Dame fan, and I run the podcast. So yeah. shut up. Yeah, uh, but I, I didn't get to eat meals in my house until I like professed my knowledge of Notre Dame. Oh, exactly. So. There it is. Notre Dame had a bye week this week. Um, they're hosting number eleven USC. Uh, guess what? Notre Dame's under the lights. Under they, the lights. They only uh, get to play like two games a year under the lights at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre they Dame, always need the lights though because they started like even the day games would start at like three thirty in the afternoon, and in November in Indiana, like it gets dark at like five. So like they needed the lights anyway. I mean, well, I don't lo- I don't love that they have these like seven thirty games for for people who go out there a lot like but have you ever been to have you ever been to Notre Dame Stadium I have and you you it takes like hours to get out of there and then you got to right. go like drive to Michigan to like where you're staying cuz right. like, you can't afford to stay anywhere near the stadium well but also with Notre Dame is if you ever look at the lights they're only in the four corners mm-hmm. they're literally in the four corners of the end zone it makes for some interesting shadows so there's shadow like the the field's lit up the field's lit the stands are dark. The field's lit. Stands are dark. And it's like, huh, I am at a night game because it's really dark. But the field's lit. So that's all that matters. But no, Notre Dame, they they moved up to number 13 as well because Clemson lost. Uh, I think they came up two spots. Um, they're playing number 11 USC. I really haven't followed USC much this year. I don't know if you have. They've got the prohibitive like top quarterback in the next year's nfl draft sam darnold right well i thought that was ucla no ucla has a different quarterback who's also good but sam darnold is the usc guy okay and he's you know he's he's already being linked up with all all the usual suspects in the nfl who suck and don't have a quarterback such as the cleveland browns oh so they're gonna ruin another guy's career i hope not well (laughs) We'll get into NFL a little bit later, but the and Cleveland, we won't talk about the Browns when we do. So. But the Cleveland Browns really have ruined another guy's career. The only quarterback they didn't ruin was Johnny Football, and that's because he kind of ruined himself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Johnny Manziel ruined himself. Not necessarily the Browns ruined him. It's I don't think they. I don't think it helped him. But no, it definitely didn't help him. I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to like put down. Hey, I got a bunch of money, and I'm a Cleveland Brown. I'm gonna go do drugs and. Yeah. And bang hookers. You've got and no drink incentive. Beer. You've got no yeah. incentive to get away from the people that you were partying with in college. Yeah, because like you don't want to live in Cleveland any longer than your rookie contract requires it. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna uh, escape now from 
Uh, college football. We'll move on to our beloved Penguins. Which, if you watched the game tonight, and I watched the game tonight, and we're recording this Tuesday, um, so you'll hear this on Thursday, so we're recording this Tuesday. Pens played the Rangers tonight. I watched this game. I was in an event tonight. Unfortunately, I was not able to face the TV, but I got to see um, stuff in a rear view, in a, in a window reflection, and also my Twitter and Facebook going off at the same time. So, like, uh, everything was backwards? It was a little... Actually, like, it was 78? He's good. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, I was watching that tonight. But since we talked last time, uh, the Pens, uh, they beat the Caps, they beat the Florida Panthers, they lost to Tampa, uh, and then tonight they played the Rangers, and they beat the Rangers uh, tonight uh, in overtime. Uh, Sid had a sick goal. He was behind the net. It was like one of those ones that if he knew, he knew if he would have touched it, it would have been whistled a hand pass. He let the other guy touch it, then grabbed the puck, flipped it back, and it was off Lundqvist's like, shoulder and bounced into the net. It was one of those ridiculous plays. He's so resourceful. Uh, he makes goals from angles and shots and areas that you wouldn't think would be possible. I mean, even if you just had his like skating style... And, and the way he can, like, you know, move the puck around with one hand while he's fending off, you know, well, the game people I watched, who are trying to grab him. The game like, I watched the other great. night against the great. Panthers. Yeah. The game I watched the other night. And, you know, he, he busted through, you know, the goal. I mean, he got blocked, but, the you know, he busted through the defense, you know, kind of, like, pushed the puck through the guy's legs, ran his shoulder through, popped through the defense, and one-handed the puck. Yeah, the goaltender stopped it, but I've seen that play before where the puck trickled right in. Yeah, and I've seen it before where a player you know of less ability than Crosby doesn't even get a shot away. Exactly, and I've seen a player before where it makes that play every single time, and that's Mario. But... That's right. That's what I was going to say, man. <laughs> Is Mario better than Sid, always and forever? Uh, right now, Mario's still ahead. The only problem is Sid has three cups as a player. Mario has two as a player. Um, you don't win a cup by yourself, though. I'm talking like individual skill. Individual skill? You know, I'd love to see a backyard... I'd love to see a backyard game, Mario, Sid, like playing three bar. I'd In love, their prime. I'd, uh, today. Some time travel would have to take place. No, no, no. Today. What? Like... Present day Mario. Present day Mario against like present slick, day Sid. Slick blazer shopping, wine drinking. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? That purple Armani fucking <laughs> blazer from the 2016 Cup that he walked out on the ice with. That purple plaid Armani blazer. I'd rock that shit out of that. I don't care who you are. I don't care if I'm Mario. I don't care if you're me. I'd rock it. I don't care. Um, but no, seriously, we're looking at. The power play, though, is looking pretty good. Defense needs a little work clearing the puck up. If you notice the defense when they're in, when they're on the defensive zone, uh, they're having some issues clearing the puck out. Uh, Murray's kicking a lot. Murray's making saves, but he's not capturing the puck. Flurry used to capture the puck and stop the play. Murray's giving the rebounds out. So that needs the defense has to... 
clear it out, knock it away, whatever needed to do. Well, that should be part of the system because I felt like Murray did that last year. He did, but the defense well, also the complaint. Everybody's problem last year was that when Flurry did allow a rebound. It was like right on the doorstep, whereas Murray was better at kicking pucks out to the corners and like diagonally away from the mouth of the goal. Right. You know, and then it's incumbent upon the other players, you know, to be there to take the rebound, you know, to have your stick in the lane so that, you know, the the attacking player can't pick up the rebound and fire a one timer. You are correct. But on the other hand, like, it's still going on with all these other teams, especially in our division. Like, it's just the offense is up and the defense is down right now. I mean, Philly scored five tonight. You know, like, Ovechkin is on, like, a tear early in the season. Yeah, yeah. The Penguins Um, shut Ovechkin down, and that was it. And then he's back on The Devils are back, man. Like, we're going to have a competitive as hell Metropolitan Division this year. It's way too early to worry about, like, fourth place versus second place. Like we talked about last week, there's three seasons in in the NHL. There's the first 42. 41 games, then there's the second 41 games, then there's the playoffs. But I think we're, we're, we're playing more games against the Rangers, Devils, Flyers, Capitals, and not as many games against, like, Ottawa, right, Boston, Tampa. Well, again, Florida. there's your... Tampa's your... supposed to be pretty good this year, too, but I, I think the, the teams in the Met, like, especially with Philly and New Jersey, they, they seem like they're getting it together right now anyway. You know, they kind of are. So it's um, going to be a lot more games than I'm saying that, like, with the imbalanced schedule in the Eastern Conference, like, the Pens might have see, a, I a tougher time getting a good seed. I haven't looked at the schedule too much of how our conference schedule lines up against a non-conference schedule uh, for the first half and second half of the season. If we have a heavily conference schedule the first half, that could be bad for the Pens compared to a back half. Right, because we know the Pens as a team have always been better on the back side than they have mm-hmm. the front side, like most Pittsburgh teams. You know, let's face it, they're better on the back half than they are the front half. Um, Murray though isn't letting up a lot of weak goals, which is nice. He's not getting that like floater uh, coming in from center ice on a shot. Uh, so, how about Ian Cole this week? How about it? Well, you you know about Ian Cole, right? I didn't. No. Educate me, please. Oh, Ian Cole took a hundred mile an hour slap shot to the mouth. Oh, knocked out three teeth. I think I tuned that out. A quart of blood. Yeah. On the ice, he had surgery. Um, he played tonight, and that was last week since we last talked to you folks here on the podcast. So Ian Cole took this 100-mile-an-hour slap shot. He went down to block the shot. He went down with his knee first and his body up, and the puck came right up into his mouth. Instantly, the puck, like, flipped away like it hit a brick wall. And then Ian Cole goes down. A player waves his finger. Trainer comes out with, like, towels. And Ian Cole comes up off the ice. With a pile of blood underneath. And in the instant replay video, you can see, like, his teeth, like, flying oh, out of his man. mouth. He only lost three. That's standard. Right. I mean, that's standard. But it broke. It didn't break his jaw. It just broke that bone that's in the top of your mouth. Oh. That 
Um, and it didn't break the bone completely. It's, it's the one that holds the sockets of your teeth. Oh, God. I just want so, to eat soft food just thinking about it. Right, yeah. So Ian Cole's interviews this week, he's been a couple teeth less. Um, you know what? I, I can't speak on anything about teeth management because mine are horrible. Send some um, jello down to the PPG Paints Arena. Care of Ian Cole. <laughs> right? Uh, but he went ahead and, you know, definitely hockey players are by far the most resilient when it comes to an injury than uh, NFL or MLB or NBA for that matter. I hope players. they have a good dental plan. I'm sure he does. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> At that point, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to come back and talk all Steelers and then get into our NFL picks of the week. Uh, Here's a little spot from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. All right, folks, we're back uh, after a little break. I hope uh, Sorgatron Media... Uh, gave you some good things to tune into, like awesome casts and everything else like that. Uh, so before we get into our Steelers talk right quick, Matt and I are sitting here watching ESPN. Um, the NBA started tonight. Yeah. Uh, we really don't follow the NBA. I don't uh, – actually, I, I can't speak for both of us. I don't really follow the NBA. Matt, do you? I follow it from, like, the perspective of, like, who's good – um, what 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 sort of teams to look forward to seeing in the playoffs? Um, that's like six months from now. So exactly. I'm not super like worked up about the NBA starting tonight. I do know that Gordon Hayward broke his ankle in his like first six minutes on the court. Yeah, the and Celtics. I just uh, we just watched some pictures. And I didn't video watch of that. it. I won't watch it. I'm not gonna I, watch I, it. I watched the videos like oh, and you're like what? I'm like I uh, saw the faces. Like the, there was one picture from like behind where you could not see the ankle injury but you could see all the people like on the sideline yeah. watching it and like pointing and like the just the the horrified faces of the Celtics yeah well fans. i, I like, watched i watched a video I'm not into that i watched a video and amanda's over here and she's like let me watch I'm like no you don't want to watch that like no it was bad yeah. um also uh watching uh the sports shows that we do uh we both know that they're predicting the uh, Cavs and Celts for the East. Well, that was before Hayward got injured, though. Well, that's true. I mean, if his if his injury's that bad and he's out for the year, like that, they, you know, they they gave up some pieces to get Kyrie Irving, and then they started packaging themselves as like, hey, it's the new the new Celtics with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, and you know, we're finally gonna beat the Cavs. Right. All the Cavs have to do is stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, really. Like the all the all the best players are in the West, and we're watching on ESPN right now. Hayward being carted off. I'm, I don't know. I don't uh, want to see it. I don't want to see the grossness. Yeah. Uh, and in the West, you have the uh, Golden State Warriors and um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, um, Seattle, or not Seattle? God, they're now San Oklahoma. Antonio, San, San Antonio, Antonio, and Houston. San Antonio has like one dude though. Yeah, but he's like he plays defense and offense. Well, they all play defense. Well, no, like I mean, some guys don't really try that hard on defense. You're right. The You're reason right. LeBron is so good is because he's great at both. Exactly. And you know, like I don't know, like um, Chris Paul went to Houston. Chris Paul and went he's to with, Houston. He's with um, what's his name? 
God, the beard guy. So we're watching this video right now, Gordon Haywood and Carter Loff, and he's on a stretcher, and he's there with his thumbs up, and he's looking like nothing else happened. Well, and it's, it's nice like of him to put his thumbs up, you know. But he's sitting there looking like I'm not in pain whatsoever, dude. I just watched your ankle pop out of your yeah, this leg. This is not like, like the Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> thumbs up where he's like winking, like I'm not really hurt. I just want yeah, to be yeah, the center yeah. of yeah. attention. Like, yeah, this, like Hayward, seriously, like yeah, that's like Jason Kendall. Yeah. That's like Jason Kendall type. Didn't see angle. that. The worst one I ever saw was that kid from Louisville. Oh, on Easter when he, Sunday when he broke his leg. That last was year. horrible. Yeah, that was horrible. I watched that uh, like right as it was happening. Yeah, like I mean, like it felt like it was. Yeah, in slow he motion. he broke his whole legs like snapped on. You him. gotta have your feet yeah. positioned when you. Ah, uh, but you know what? We don't really talk about it much NBA here. Um, Do you have a favorite team? You know what? I really don't. See, that's the thing. Like, it, it's hard to get behind a specific team if you it, don't it have is one hard. Here in I, Pittsburgh. I, you know what? And we're really unimaginative. You like, know, we just like Pittsburgh the worst. The, the worst part is, is, is being a kid from Pittsburgh. You can't like anything from Cleveland, but Cleveland's the closest NBA team. Yeah, and they show Cavs games on like, and they show Cavs Cavs games on like ATT Sports. Network. Sometimes, like they they used to. I don't know if they still do this, but they used to show them on like. Bunny Ear TV, on oh. like one of the one of the channels out of Beaver County. <laughs> yeah, Bunny Ear. I guess Ears. like Beaver County, like technically because it's like a little bit to the northwest of Pittsburgh, that they were yeah. technically in Cavs country, so they would get like the random like you know you know what as, as Saturday a, night Cavs game on on you know broadcast television. You know, what, as a kid from Pittsburgh, I mean, I, I've seen two NBA games in my lifetime. Uh, one, I was living in Florida. Uh, and I saw a Heat Magic game, and Shaq was playing for the Magic. So that's cool. How long ago was that? That's a long time. That was uh, uh, Penny Hardaway. Yeah, uh, was also playing. That's cool though, man. Um, and that was in the O Arena mm-hmm. <laughs> in Orlando. Um, and the other NBA game I've seen. Uh, was a preseason game at Civic Arena was Knicks Bulls. Knicks Bulls. I didn't go to that one. Uh, that was, I was in high school, so that was 94, 95, and it was Ewing, Jordan. Uh, so it was Jordan, Pippen, um, Horace Grant, who else was on that team? Uh, but that was that era. Mm-hmm. So like ninety pre Rodman Bulls. It was pre Rodman Bulls, and they did a preseason game at Civic Arena. Yeah, I went to one. It was uh, Houston Rockets and this the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Pretty and, um, sure, pretty sure Barkley played. I don't think Olajuwon. Allen Iverson. No, no, this was when Barkley played for the Sixers. Oh shit, pre Iverson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're talking early '90s, early '90s. And I I did buy tickets to a uh, a Cavs versus Mavericks game in Cleveland, which which if I had been able to get there, it would have been uh, Dirk Nowitzki versus LeBron James, and I was really excited to go. And it it snowed in April, and, and in Cleveland or Pittsburgh, in Cleveland, but also Erie. Yeah, and I spent the night with my friend at my friend's uh, dorm in Edinburgh, 
Oh. So we were going to, like, you know, play some beer pong, like, sleep a little bit, and then drive to Cleveland for the game. And when we woke up the next morning, like, I-90 was feet shut down. Yeah. I-90 was closed. My friend's brother actually drove all the way out because he was trying to go back to Pittsburgh. He made it all the way to the, the on-ramp, and the firefighters were like, you need to go back. Yeah. So we were yeah. all we were all stuck in Erie or in, in Edinburgh with like no power. Yeah, four feet of snow and, and just outside. had to basically eat NBA tickets, which is like you know not something I can afford to do that often. Yeah, because no, NBA tickets even for the cheap seats are a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd, I'd, I'd like to. I'd still like to see LeBron. It seems like you know he's so close. Honestly, I, I've never seen LeBron. Um, I don't know that they've ever hold a preseason game in Pittsburgh again. Or if they I should. would, or you know what? Last year, Amanda and I went up to um, Cleveland for Thanksgiving. We go up to Cleveland every year for Thanksgiving to my aunt and uncle's house. We usually try to go up the day before or so and just hang out and eat and drink around the city. Um, and we were up last year, and there was a Cavs game going on, and I was like, "Hey, we should probably go to the Cavs game. How much can we get tickets for?" And we pulled up online, and we didn't check the scalpers. We just looked online and. She's like, I'm still not paying eighty bucks. Eighty bucks, yeah. You know, for cheap seats for eighty bucks. And with the the uh app that we were using would have added another ten each, so a hundred and eighty bucks for both of us to go to a game. Yeah, it's um, you know. We're like, uh, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, but yeah. So in the meantime, NBA started tonight. If you have a favorite NBA team, Follow them. Enjoy it. Have fun with that bullshit. Um, I think you can buy individual games on, like, streaming now. Yeah, you can. You can streaming so, you know, individual you can do games. That. The yeah. NBA is pretty, uh, they're pretty savvy with the, you know, the digital era. They you are. Know, they, and also, um, they've, they, they've been ridiculed and so forth over the years that they need to have that happen. So, yeah. But in the meantime, back here in Pittsburgh... We have our beloved Steelers. They won. They did win against Kansas City. It was a tough game. Now there aren't any more undefeated teams in the NFL. Uh, The 1972 Miami Dolphins were popping champagne again. I don't think they should get to pop champagne just because a 5-0 team lost the game. Well, I don't think a team going 5-0 is not like a real threat to their record. Especially not in the same decade where we saw the Patriots go... Almost nineteen and zero. You're correct. It's just an excuse for old men to drink wine. Hey, and in Florida, do you really need an excuse to drink wine? No. Or rum? No. Or anything really? No. Yeah. But hey, if you were on a 1972 Dolphins team, and you were the only undefeated team to win the Super Bowl, and the next closest team to you went undefeated regular season and lost the Super Bowl, you still get to pop that bottle. Sure, but and I wouldn't every be... year after that, you get to pop that bottle. I just wouldn't be losing sleep because the Chiefs are 5-0. and uh, You know what? You know, there's still 11 chances for them to you screw up. And, in and 19... that's just in the regular hey, season. Hey, you know what? And in 1972, the game was a lot different than They only played like 2000... 14 games. Correct. But the game's a lot different now than it was then. The guys that played 1972 couldn't play in today's game. And the guys in today's game couldn't play in 1972. Oh, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd love to see like where like Shazier would fit in. 
Shazier would be. Shazier would. He'd have been a safety first of all. He would have been a safety, and also he would have had a rule against him. <laughs> Probably. He, he would have hit somebody, and they would have made a rule called it the Shazier rule. You can't do that. If like it, Mel if Blunt. It wasn't the Mitchell rule first. Yeah, yeah, like Mel Blunt. Like Mel Blunt, you know, he had the rule. Cornerbacks uh, used to be allowed to manhandle receivers. Exactly. Mel they changed B- that because of Mel Blunt. Exactly. Um, Heinz Ward had a rule put in against him. The crackback rule. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> rule named after a Steeler, though, is still the Jerome Bettis rule. And that's the one that requires that the referees, like, verbally confirm and verify what the coin toss call was. Uh, so they don't have another head and tails Detroit Detroit Lions. It was like 97, I want to say. It was, 95. It, it was really the beginning of a dark period in Steelers history. I'm going to have to Google that because I'm saying it's 95. You're saying 97. I'm saying 97 because, like, um, it was one of several calls that went against the Steelers during the The reason the late... why I remember that so much is the snowstorm in Northeast Ohio at the time. Oh, yeah, because Thanksgiving. Because so Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. I just remember being mad at the TV in my parents' living room, but that could have been any day on any any November between 1990 and present day. It was 96. 96. Okay, so we split the difference. Yeah, we split the difference. It's all right. But if it's The Price is Right, I went over, so you win. Oh, there it is. Okay. But in the meantime, though, Matt, this week, the Steelers, they did play a tough game in Kansas City. Uh, the offense was pretty strong. Uh, we went ahead with uh, Le'Veon Bell had 32 carries, 179 yards, touchdown. Uh, Antonio Brown eight receptions, 155 yards on touchdown. So with this offense, and then we're gonna come into this Martavius Bryant bullshit about it got leaked out, or he said, or she said, or his agent said, or whatever. I want to trade. Uh, I'm not getting enough touches. I'm not getting enough snaps. I'm not getting enough targets. You know what? Honestly, Martavius, shut the fuck up. You're lucky to have a job. Yeah. The Steelers <laughs> stuck by you, man. Yeah, totally. You're lucky to have a job. Like, just... If he wants to get traded, let him ask to get traded. But, I mean, for the Steelers, like they're not going to get anything for him that's going to help them this year. Not this So year, why should no. they trade him? Exactly. You know? I mean... A draft pick can't run routes, even as a decoy. Yeah. You know? So they need him. Like, whether they want to admit it or not, like, they do need him. All right, all right. Here here you go. Martavis, we're going to go ahead and trade you for Leonard Fournette. Or we're going to go ahead and trade... I take that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I take that. Jadavian Clowney. Or we're going to go ahead and trade you for Tyreek Hill. There you go. Um, well, we don't know. We we got love though. We don't need. Let's if we're gonna be unrealistic, we might as well be unrealistic and fill some needs while we're at it. Uh, well, so like maybe maybe like uh, Patrick Peterson or uh, Josh Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely need Josh Norman. You could use him straight up for Bryant. Let's do it. Yeah, Josh Norman for Bryant. Make the trade right now, <laughs> Kevin Colbert. But we're not, all we all we'd get for him is like a fourth round pick, probably. No. I... All right, no, we probably get a third round. He's a little more than a fourth round, but currently, well, right now, third round. He hasn't shown enough this year, though. I don't think he also, needs to play for the Steelers and get some touches. Also, he, he also be... on Brian's defense here is 
you know what? He hasn't got the touches. He hasn't got the targets. But you know what? Who's he lined up against on the other side of the field? Not he, the best. No. No, no. Okay. You took that the wrong way. Who's he lining up on the other side of the field? Oh, you mean like because Antonio Brown. Exactly. The other the other wide receiver. Yes. Yeah. So that, that like that's yeah. my point. Yeah. Brown's getting you Brown's know, maybe gonna, double teamed. Brown's gonna or get or at least he's getting shadowed by like the top corner, the shutdown corner. Right. Brown's gonna get the targets, Brown's gonna get the touches, Brown's gonna get the you know, and if that's not working, then they go to Bryant. Then they go to Juju Smith Schuster. Mm. And that's when uh, apparently it came out that Schuster got more targets than he did. Schuster's a slot guy right now. Yeah. And he's young. Let him go in the slot. Let him get beat up. Ben's been kind of erratic with his deep balls this year. Uh, it hasn't been as Ben's accuracy is a little off. Yeah. So, so you've got that. So you've got that. You've also got the fact that, well, here, how about this? Like, Bryant needs to get paid. Like, I can understand where the impatience is coming in because, yeah. you know, he's missed like a season and a half of his career. And, and he's, at the age, still... he's at the age where he needs to start putting a resume together. And if it's not the Steelers, like and the somebody's going to pay him. And the Steelers still own his contract for the next year. But after that, like, you know, if he spends another year in Pittsburgh doing nothing, like, that's going to affect his earnings down the road. Exactly. But so I, I can understand where he's know, coming from. But the, the, the Steelers best thing next he can year, do right now is to just, like, you know, maybe, maybe he thought threatening to, like, want to be traded would, like, yeah. get him the ball. Yeah, next year you know? I think he's a restricted free agent, which the Steelers own his contract. Which will, uh, that means they have the right to like match any offer. They have the right to match any offer, and, then, and the offer is not going to be very high yeah. if he doesn't get any catches. Yeah. And then next year after that, he's a unrestricted free agent, but has uh, franchise tag availability. So, so it's not like he hates the Steelers. And no, it's like everyone gets so offended. Oh my God, how you must hate the Steelers! Like, no, it's a business. You know, he's trying to do what's best for him. You know, if you're in a job. And you don't think your talents are being utilized? You go talk to your boss and you say, you know, I'd, I'd like I'd like more responsibility. You, I, you know, but in football because it's not really like a normal job. It's like, you know, it's I, also a TV show. Like you get to pop off in the media about how unhappy you are with your job. You know, I think the I think his agent though has something to do with this. His agent, I think, is the one that ran his mouth. Yeah, and I think his agent opened his mouth and his girlfriend put a tweet out, mm-hmm. and then his girlfriend deleted the tweet. Uh, but she didn't delete it quick enough. Nobody, you can't um, delete it. Like everyone screenshots everything. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I screenshot all the dick pics I get. I mean, well, so <laughs> I mean, sorry. I don't screenshot your texts to me about like what you should wear. Ah, uh, that's true. Um, I haven't got any dick pic texts for a while. Somebody, <laughs> uh, somebody doesn't love me. That's but fine, I, man. No, uh, but no. James Harrison, though, uh, they put him back in uniform, and he played. So, James Harrison is the only one on the team this week with a sack. Mm-hmm. And it was the most, most important, important play. play at the end of the game where he comes around the corner, and it was uh, Kelly, who he had, I think it was Kelly, right? It was the D tackle or the O tackle at that point. Comes around who James Harrison has a uh, knack about 
and getting around this guy to sack him, uh, to sack the quarterback. And goes down, and that pretty much ended the game at that point. Now, I did see a stat this week that the Chiefs have won every game since last November until now, except for the three they played the Steelers against. That's cool. So they lost against the Steelers in December, in January, and then now here in October. That's special. <laughs> you know, like, usually only the Ravens get to say they lost to the Steelers three times in a span of a year. Right. Well, now the Chiefs said that they lost to the Steelers in, you know, uh, you know, January, uh, well, well, last year when they played them. So November, January, and October. Yeah. So in, in a... In a seasonal year, yes, they've lost them, and those are the only three losses that Chiefs have suffered since last November. Poor Alex Smith, man. So honestly, the AFC Championship game—if it's Chiefs and Steelers—guess <laughs> who has the edge? Well, right now, right now, we You're could right. still we could still lose two more games and. Oh, dude, we can lose two more games and end up not being in the bullshit. If you, if you want to be conservative and, you know, base your predictions on everything you've seen happen in your life, like, count that Patriots game as a loss. Oh, God. I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but let's just say, for up. the sake of argument, you know, they, they lose no other games until the Patriots. And then they lose to the Patriots, and then they beat the Browns. Um, no, that's so cool. You know, that's two losses. Is the Patriots game November or is that December? That's in December. That's in December. Yeah. I think that's like and the that's next in, to last game. And that's in Pittsburgh. So. It's either the next to last or the... I don't know if it's November or December. I have to pull that schedule up. It's definitely December. I just, I don't know if it's like... How much you want to bet on game. it? Man, like, I don't want to bet you on anything because I'm losing in the football game <laughs> picks. So. I don't want to open another front in this battle right now because I'm, right. I'm doing all I can to hold the line in the first Right, but all right, so we got Cincy coming this week. Yeah. So what do we know about Cincy right now? Um, Andy Dalton is actually not as bad as everyone was thinking at the start of the year. Well, that's why I have in the notes here that um, I read the notes. You know, the Red Rocket is the Red Rocket. Bad. I assume that's what you meant by Red Rocket. <laughs> I mean, you don't have a dog. Yeah, you're correct. So, like, yeah, like, I mean, Dalton was my backup Shit, in right, fantasy. Matt, December 17th. December 17th, I thought so. So, yeah, Dalton, I got in my, my fantasy league. I was, like, kind of disappointed that he was always it was left when I was ready to pick a backup quarterback, but he's actually been decent this year. Uh, can they keep it up? I don't know. I mean, A.J. Green, Andy Dalton, you know, like, that's that's just as intimidating as, you know, Ben to Brown right now. Um, so you got that. Uh, you got Burfecht. I mean... He still has a job in Cincinnati because they they like what he does. Um, <laughs> against the Steelers, man, like it, he could either get like an unsportsmanlike that's going to cost his team the game, or he could level a hit on somebody that cost them the season. And that is two, and that terrifies me. And that's two players, and that's perfect, and that's Adam Jones. Yeah, and like. You know, Mitchell maybe could probably cheap shot somebody out of the season, too. 
Yeah. He not could. that we're not that we're rooting for cheap shots, but this these games get chippy. I'm worried. I'm worried too. I mean, and this game is literally probably going to come down to, uh, you know, I I don't know what the over under is right now on the Steelers and Cincy this weekend. It got moved. It got moved to a four thirty game. It's mm-hmm. a one o'clock kickoff. It got moved to a four thirty prime game, which means Tony Romo is going to be. Uh, Tony Romo is going to be in Pittsburgh be announcing in Pittsburgh. it. With, uh, clear your calendars, ladies. You know, Jim Nance, you know. Again, like um, I said, clear your calendars, ladies. Yeah. Um, this game could get interesting. Um, we know the history between the two teams. We know uh, the Red Rocket could throw to A.J. Green for 300 yards and four touchdowns. We also know that the Red Rocket could get sacked 45 times. If Bell is really back, um, though, if Bell's really back, then like, I was getting seriously like, whiffs of the Cower era last week. Oh, With dominating yeah. run game. James Harrison sacks the quarterback, and you know the Steelers were in a position where they were basically trying to run out the clock. Um, I'd love to see that again this week. That would be very nice. If that if they can do that for a few weeks and like maybe they can just put the wide receiver drama to the side, you know, yeah. if they can win games with just Bell, Brown, and Ben, you know, yeah, the triple. Who cares B's, what Bryant there says? Is. There should be a fourth B. It should be Bryant, but like, yeah, maybe he doesn't fit. I don't know. You know, if he's a restricted free agent and we can keep getting the ball to Rogers and Juju, hey, you know what? Make a play. Doesn't matter. Make a play. That's big. Like I, I'm so I'm so big on the Steelers right now. You know, it's like every week it could change. If we lose to the Bengals, like it's gonna suck. If we lose to the Bengals, we're still in control. Of the we're AFC still in control, North, but, but it just affects everyone's mood more so than like losing to a non-divisional opponent. It does. Like when they lose to the Browns, everybody's just kind of like, oh, that was just some bullshit. Like nobody even wants to accept that it really happened. But like a loss to the Ravens or the Bengals. Like, there's a noticeable difference on Monday. Like, everywhere you go in town, people are just, like, not as happy. Yeah. And the later in the season it gets, like, the worse it is. Like, I'm glad we're getting the Bengals first, you know, first round against the Bengals at Heinz Field. I feel confident. I do. We need to win so we can, you know. So basically we're saying, like, in December. fuck Pac-Man Jones, fuck Fontes Perfect, and just play our game, do what we do. And win the game. That's all it takes. That's pretty much all it takes. It's not hard. So we're going to take another quick break real quick. uh, Impromptu. Then we come back with the NFL picks and a little bit of a wrap up. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks. We're back. We're going to go ahead and finish up this Steward talk uh, with thinking the Steward's going to win this game. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. There may be an injury or two. Uh, Mixon uh, coming out of the running back from Cincinnati. You know, he, he he's the guy from them right now. We're just going to go ahead and go Steelers. Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not going to pick against the Steelers. Not during Bengals week. You know, um, 
first of all, nobody in Pittsburgh calls it Bengals week, but in Cincinnati, it's Steelers week. Like, this is the biggest game for them. Well, yeah, because in Pittsburgh, when we have a week, it's Ravens week. It's Ravens week. It's Ravens week. That's the pecking order. It's Steelers, then Ravens, then Bengals, and then, like, you can't see because this is a podcast, but, like, I'm laying on the floor now, and it's Browns. Pretty much, for the most part. So we're picking Steelers, and that's we both got Steelers. We both got Steelers. So, I, I again, that we're going to go into this week's pick. And, of course, Matt and I are both taking the Steelers. Uh, going uh, to win this game. So, there's a lot of other games this week, Matt. And uh, there's only two teams this week in the NFL with a bye week. And I'd have to actually go recalculate which ones they are uh, for my writing. Uh, but we have the Thursday night games, Chiefs and Raiders. Who do you like there? Chiefs. Raiders are falling apart, man. They're kind of disappointing right now. And the Chiefs have something to prove. Yeah, the Chiefs lost a tough game to the, you know, one one of their, pardon the pun, chief rivals for the bye week. And And for some reason, the Chiefs and the Steelers have always been a rival, but they're not really a... Rival. They're not a rival, but like the Chiefs are an old school AFC team, and the Steelers, of course, weren't even in the the AFL. But when they, uh, you know, when they had the merger, the Steelers got put in the AFC because like they were bad. They had always been bad. You know, the the Chiefs were pretty much the class of the AFC when when it was first created because they came from the old AFL and they dominated. You know, they played in like a couple of the first handful of Super Bowls I don't remember exactly and then the other thing with the Chiefs was that the um, for years like the way the schedule worked out it was just always like if the Steelers drew the Chiefs in a regular season game it was always at Arrowhead like the, there was something like a 30 year gap between like Chiefs appearances in Pittsburgh well and then the Bill Cower was a defensive coordinator for the Chiefs mm-hmm. you know Bill Cowher played for the Browns. And then he was a defense coordinator for the Chiefs. I don't know his stint between those two. I think he might have been with the Eagles. He was like a special teams coach with like the Eagles, I want to say. But the Chiefs and the Steelers have always had their their things here and there. So, uh, Chiefs and Raiders Thursday night. We're both going Chiefs. Yeah, hard not to. So we got uh, Bucks and Bills coming up. Ten Bay Bucks, Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Who are you thinking there? Because I'm, I, I, I'm thinking Bills, man. Yeah, I, I like the Bills there too. You like the Bills? Yeah, sure. So how about Panthers and Bears in in uh, in Chicago? You know, okay, all right. The Bears' two wins have been against AFC North teams. Yeah. (laughs) So So the Bears beat the Steelers and the Bears beat the Ravens. I'm going Carolina because of the experienced quarterback factor. So you're going on Cam Newton. Yeah, I'm going on Cam Newton. He might be a dick, but he's a dick with experience under center. Ah, this is where I'm going to vary with you, sir. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and take the Panthers on that one. Nice. 
Well, that's what I'm picking. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm going to take the Bears. My fault. Okay, well, you take the Bears. I'm going to watch you write that down. There it is. It's written down. Okay. So we got Titans and Browns. <laughs> Titans, man. Just In Cleveland. Just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where they're playing. All right. All right. So here we go, Matt. The Titans could field like 11 Supermans and play on the fucking planet Krypton in a field of kryptonite, and they would still beat the Browns. All right. Pine Ridgeland High School against the Browns. <laughs> the Browns, but just because they've got like they're they're finished with like their growth spurts entirely. Really? Yeah. I take Pine Ridge High now School you, on that. <laughs> Pine, now Pine Ridgeland could probably beat like Duquesne or Robert Morris. <laughs> and there we go, showing no love to Bobby Mo. But <laughs> I love him. I'm just realistic. <laughs> so we got the uh, Saints and the Packers. In Green Bay without, without Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, give me the Saints. Yeah. So Drew Brees against the Hunley guy or whatever. I so I have name. Drew Brees in my fantasy league. I don't yeah. know about you. He's my quarterback. I don't. I don't even know who I'm going against this week yet at quarterback, but um, I don't care. Like the Saints are going to win, especially after what they did to the Lions last week. They did. They put fifty. 50- 52 points. Um, but still, Drew Brees didn't score well, fantasy-wise. Oh, I'm going Saints as well. I wish you better luck. Just on the win. Uh, and I have Drew Brees as my quarterback, because uh, we'll get to who Eli Manning is facing later, who is also my ultimate quarterback, uh, my other quarterback later. So we move on to the Jags and the Colts. In, in uh, Indianapolis. Jags and the Colts. I'm taking the Colts again, man. They they did well for me last week. Uh, I, I, I'm a real big Jacoby Brissett fan now. Definitely, uh, definitely made a good move getting out of New England. Well, every quarterback makes a good move getting out of New England when Not you're Jimmy behind Garoppolo. Tom Brady. Jimmy oh. Garoppolo is the he's the most famous backup in the history of backups. Because all anybody ever talks about no. is like... No, because he's like an insurance policy for Tom Brady. No, it was Matt Castle. Matt Castle actually had to play, yeah. But like, once the once the backup plays, they lose all their mystique. You know, the backup is the most popular player on the team Matt until Castle, he actually like touches the ball and then everyone hates him. Matt Castle, though, was behind Tom Brady after he got his knee broke. Yeah. And Matt Castle still won a bunch of games. And then at the end of the year... Went and signed with Kansas City before Alex Smith and signed like $27 million three years with like $12 million guaranteed and only played one year and nobody's heard of Matt Castle since. Yeah. I mean, that just proves that a system works more than just a quarterback. Um, unfortunately, uh, for the Steelers aspect. But you're going Colts? Yeah, I'm going Colts. Alright, I'm actually going to go Jags on that. Here's the difference. How about the uh, Arizona Cardinals against the LA Rams? I like the Rams. I like the Rams. I like Todd Gurley. And I actually put in a claim on Adrian Peterson in fantasy, so... Oh, I didn't? Not necessarily going to play him, but might as well put in a claim. 
Well, you know what? If anybody put in a claim on AJ Peterson for fantasy, it would have been last week to start him because he had a thing to prove. This yeah. week is now the, all right, let's see what the system does. Um, so I'm actually, I'm going uh, Rams on that with you as well. Jets and Dolphins. Jets. They go Jets. I'm going Jets. They almost beat the Patriots, so they've got, you know, something to prove. Like they're they could be a wild card team. They they mm. have no reason to doubt themselves. They came really close to beating the Patriots. Mm. You know, if the ball had bounced or not bounced a certain way, you know, they could be in first place right now in their division. So yeah, let's go Jets. I'm going Dolphins. Well, that'll make things interesting. So how about the uh, Ravens and Vikings? In Ooh, uh, the Purple Bowl. Yeah, the Purple Bowl that's in uh, Minnesota. Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings too. Cowboys and Niners. Oof, Cowboys. Really? Come on, the Niners are bad. Yeah, but the Niners almost beat the Colts. Um, the Cowboys are better than the Colts. Uh, like I'm not trying to like sway you to my side. Like no, I actually but, want you to pick the opposite. But no, I'm, I'm like, pretty confident uh, about that one. Uh, uh, the worst part is, is you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying. We're just trying to make it interesting. And I, I don't get to do my, like, kamikaze Detroit death mission because they're on a bye week this week. All right, so how about some AFC West rivals with the Broncos and Chargers? Oof. Where's that game? Uh, L.A. Yeah. The Broncos just got showed up by the Giants, who were 0-5. I'm going, you know what, I can't pick the Chargers. I can't do it. No, Denver. you can't. Yeah, Denver. Philip Philip Rivers. Nothing. I don't care. You know what? That stadium is going to be half Broncos fans at least. All right, Masco and Broncos. I'm going to go Chargers on that. Okay, you're you're a sports. You know that's what I like about you, Steve. <laughs> you just ask me what I think, and then like pick the opposite just to make it interesting. Uh, there's certain games, yes. Uh, Seattle and the Giants. We saw the Giants. Did with the Broncos. Um, it's not happening two weeks in a row. It's not happening two weeks in a row. Exactly. We're both going Seahawks on that. Yeah. How about Falcons and Patriots? Now this is the Super Bowl rematch. Super Bowl rematch. Wait, the Falcons aren't playing like a Super Bowl team though, are they? No, they're not. Um, you know, Sanu's kind of been injured. He's out, according to my... You know, he's out, injured, whatever you want to call him. Um, Julio Jones isn't the Julio Jones of last year. Matt Ryan's not the Matt Ryan of last year. You know what? I think the Pal- uh, I think the Falcons will play this game for three quarters with a lead and then screw up in the fourth quarter. This time in the fourth quarter, the screw up's not going to start in the third quarter. <laughs> That's an improvement. That is an improvement. So, so you're picking the Patriots. Uh, I'm picking it. the Patriots. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> wow. A whole three quarters of competence? Yeah, That's, right? No, that is, that is progress. So now we come down to the Monday night game. And if you are a Philly guy born and bred... You know, I'm you really obviously <laughs> you you obviously go birds, um, but it's a NFC East game, so they're playing the Skins in Philly Monday night. Um, the jail is no longer inside, um, like Financial Field. Well, <laughs> uh, I always thought it was more for the Giants games, probably. Well, it was for any it, any games, really. Well, yeah, but but I think the if my if my knowledge of Eagles fandom, you know, holds, which is based entirely on the movie Silver Linings Playbook, like the 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 most fight worthy occasion on the Philly sports calendar is when the Giants come to town, and the Dallas too, and Dallas okay, as yeah. well. Sure. I actually, yeah. when I lived in South Jersey. I went to a Eagles Dallas Monday night game. Actually, it was the first year that Lincoln Financial Field was open that I went to a Eagles Dallas game as a patron wearing jeans and a red sweater, so I didn't get mistaken for <laughs> uh, any particular team, and That's just crazy, was man. and just watched, and it was ruthless. Um, I will tell you that in Philly. Uh, do not be an opposing fan of any team. I've went to a Flyers Penguins game uh, when I was living in South Jersey in 2002, wearing a Maryland Mew jersey, and I got shit thrown at me and whatnot. Uh, in South Philly, Skins Eagles Monday night. The Eagles have been playing pretty tough lately. Um, it's hard to doubt them right now. Well, I'll take Washington to make it interesting. Really? Yeah. You take the skins? Yeah. Really? I mean, stranger things have happened. All right. So, we have a couple differences. Uh, not too many. We're both taking the Chiefs. We're both taking the Steelers. We're both taking the Bills. We're flip-flopping on the Panthers and the Bears. We're both taking the Browns. Are we taking the Browns? Oh, no. Did we pick the Browns? I think we did pick the Browns. No, we didn't pick the Browns. Titans, Browns? Yeah, I picked the Titans. Oh, shit. You just forgot to write it down because it's so obvious. I think we were talking about Browns and I just like wrote that shit. We went anyway. off on a tangent about how the Browns suck. Yeah, we did. We didn't, um, we didn't think we needed to like make a recording of the, how the Browns suck because like it's just everyone knows. It yeah, anyway. we're both taking the Saints. We're uh, flip flopping on the Jackson Colts. We're both taking the Rams. Uh, flip flopping on the Jets and Dolphins. Both taking the Vikings. Both taking the Cowboys. We're flip flopping on the Broncos, Chargers. Both taking the Seahawks. Uh, we're both taking the Patriots and flip flopping on the Skins and the Eagles. So. Alright folks, that's pretty much Bold Sports for um, episode 7. Yeah. Going into week 8 of the NFL. Uh, Penguin season still strong. Um, you know, they have a bunch of games coming up uh, by the time we talk to you next. And hopefully they win all of them. Yeah. Um, how about the Pittsburgh Bulls, man? What, the lacrosse team? Yeah. 
Dude, I was like 12. I know, right? So, Amanda and I were at uh, uh, Tracks Farms this weekend. Yeah. And they have their antique area. Uh-huh. There's a poster, like the Pittsburgh Bulls poster, like a signed team poster. Oh, God, that's awesome. They were like 20 bucks for it. I'm really? like, shit, I should have bought yeah, it. Yeah, you should have, man. 20 bucks ain't bad. I mean, that's, yeah. that's got to be rare. Like, not many people were going to those games. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the uh, Mullers. Pittsburgh I have a Mullers, Mullers t-shirt. You do have a Mullers. Original. I've seen it. I have a Mullers hat that's got like a, well, it, it, it kind of ended up in a box with like a Tootsie Roll pop. Oh, it has. So it's got a little bit of like a caramel colored stain. You know, it's like the gladiators too. Pittsburgh gladiators. Gladiators were cool. Um, there was also the what was the inline roller skating hockey team? The Phantoms. Uh, Phantoms. Yeah, the Phantoms. Well, was cool. well, but then Philly took over the Phantoms for yeah. their for their AHL team, right? Yes, yeah. they did. Fuck that. You want to be a minor league flyer? That's what you want to do with your life. Well, you go the, right ahead. Well, the Flyers. You're not are, welcome in my house. Well, the Flyers are minor league anyway, so no, um, they, they play in a major league. No, well, they, they play just the, lose all the they time. They play the NHL, but they're just horrible. Yeah. Um. God. So, have you ever seen a Flyers Stanley Cup championship? Uh, no, Steve, because I'm not like a 40 year old man. Uh, well, actually, actually, no, that's not even old enough. No, that's I'm not, not a 50 year old man. I'm uh, 1975. Yeah. So yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, neither of us have seen a Flyer Stanley Cup championship. Yeah, like they did not listen to any Tom Petty songs to celebrate because like it was before Tom Petty. Exactly, and Tom Petty is God. Yeah. So, man, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. All right, folks, thank you very much for listening to us. Here at Bold Sports, um, you can catch us every week on Sorgatron Media um, with our uh, Twitter handles being at Steve Fernald and at MMTasty on Twitter. Uh, Also, catch us, like I said, on Bold Pittsburgh as well as Sorgatron Media. We will uh, talk to you next week and hopefully see who won, who lost. And who got uh, ahead of each other on this week's picks? Go Steelers. Go Steelers. Tigers are lame. Bengals suck. Root for your favorite team. Always keep it black and gold. Hey, Ians. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Fernald on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.